Welcome to the Relational Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Wes Thompson, joined by my co-host, Austin Hill. Today, we're in part three in our conversation on feeling tired and what to do to remedy that feeling. We hope you enjoy. No, I mean, well, like, you know, one of my coaches told me like a year ago, you know, he was like, how do you cultivate courage? And I'm like, uh, and I pause and he's like, you have to do crap that scares you. Like, mm. And that principle kind of goes with anything. Like if you, if you're going to grow, you, you have to, you have to push against your limits, you know, and we have to recognize our limits, but the only way to grow our capacity, right. Is to kind of step into that, into that unknown place or to take, you know, mm. we shouldn't take on so much that it's going to crush us. But, but if we want to grow our capacity, sometimes we have to take on, like we have to stretch ourselves and maybe it's not even taking on more, but it's doing something that, is difficult for us or, um, or challenging for us or something that we haven't done before. Right. It's like, it's stretching, um, stretching our capacity to be scared. Um, and just acknowledging that like, Hey, sometimes I am going like, we are going to be scared. It's often the, uh, one of my favorite quotes is, is, uh, Robert Kennedy, uh, um, only people who are willing to fail greatly succeed greatly. So you have to be willing to fail to succeed. Like that's part of it. That's really good. Yeah. So that putting yourself out there moment of changing how things are is like, this could go really poorly or it could go well. Yeah. So anyways, to go back, cause anyone listening, right. Um, hopefully, hopefully this is helpful. We're just kind of, but I think it's good to take, to talk about where we're at um, mm. and then trying to apply, how do we, how do we grow? But so hopefully this is helpful, but even to go back to the, to the, the body questions, because sometimes when we think about how we're feeling, we, we just think in our, in our Western culture, like we think just cognitively, oh, I need to think differently or we mm. just go spiritual. I should just pray more. But especially if you're really tired and, and you're low in energy, like how's your eating? How's your sleep? How's your exercise? Yeah. And my, yeah, my sleep is, uh, historically poor. <laughs> I do not sleep enough, but I like condition I've conditioned myself in my thought process that I don't need as much sleep as everybody else. That's changed. Like I have yeah, to I get more sleep. Say, we can tell ourselves that all day long, but like mm-hmm. scientifically and, and just, I mean, in practice, you're saying you're tired, so it obviously doesn't work, but just like, right. if you don't sleep, you're you're not, your body is not going to, your immune system isn't going to be working appropriately. Your energy level is going to be low. Your yeah. cognition isn't going to be as high. Like you got to get an appropriate amount of sleep, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about yeah. exercise? Oh, shoot. I can't even lie about that. I think the last time I exercised was like two weeks ago. And before that, it was probably longer, but I'm counting like actually intentionally exercising. Walks don't count because I walk a lot. I don't count those as exercise. I don't know if I should, but to me, it's not because it's just something that I need to do because that's one of those things that I've made a, a priority in my life to make sure that I have walks, mm-hmm. um, mainly just so I can clear my head and think, think clear. Think through issues because usually I don't usually start a walk with something in mind that I'm gonna that I'm gonna think through or talk through with someone. 
It's just, I just need to clear my head. And what pops up, what comes to mind first or to front of mind first is usually the thing I need to address first. Yeah. I just wonder, I don't know. This is a question above my pay grade, but like whenever we're really tired, I wonder if we should, we should address the body first. What Mm -hmm. I mean is like, we go straight to time or we go straight to like, I should, how I should think or go straight to um, like, yeah, just things external to me, you know, but like, I wonder if our our tiredness is like our, it's, it's a bodily feeling, right? We're feeling the tiredness in our body. How else would you know you're tired? Tired isn't just an idea. Oh, I wonder if I'm tired. It's like, no, your, your body's like, so I wonder if it's our body trying to tell us something like if it's first addressed in sleep and food and exercise and, you know, the like the amount of stress I'm taking on versus the amount of of uh, non stressful activity I guess for lack of a yeah. mm-hmm. no does any of yeah. that make sense It does I think I think that it's the feeling of being tired is a red flag now whether it's a bad thing or not is that's that's the next I guess the next part of the question if it's if I'm tired it's like I should probably just sleep it's identifying why I'm tired. And instead of like, I know I used to be, it's like, well, you know, I'm just going to be tired. I had small kids under the age of 10. I'm going to be tired. Now everybody is 10 and up. I'm still tired. Yeah. So it's, it's when I'm saying for me, my expectation is I know I'm going to be tired. So what do I do with it now? Because yeah. I was trying to just work through it and push through and white knuckle through the tired. I can't do that for a decade. Like it won't, none of my relate, none of the most important relationships in my life will survive that. Well, and it sounds, yeah, that just sounds awful. Like, ah, yeah. Well, why would you, why would we want to encourage people to white knuckle through their life? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't sound enjoyable. <laughs> well, like, I don't want to project myself on you, but like, <laughs> full disclosure, like, I woke up feeling terrible today. And just like low energy. And then I thought about it. I'm like, what? Like, did, did I not sleep well? And I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't sleep very well. And guess what? Yesterday, today's a Monday. And so yesterday, you know, first day of like full day of NFL football and I watched the Bengals play and they <laughs> looked terrible. But all I ate yesterday was <laughs> like all I ate was pizza. Yeah. Little Caesars at that. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no wonder I just feel like hot garbage. Today, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Cause yep. like, I, I ate nothing nutritious and, um, and had like crazy bad heartburn and, and like really low energy today. It's like, oh yeah, you know, just stuffed my face with a bunch of, uh, inflammation inducing food. It tasted great, but, um, yes, you know, just noticing what it did on, uh, to my body, you know? Um, and then on the way to this conversation, like in my car heading over here to my studio, like I was listening to an audio book on like whole foods <laughs> and then <laughs> about like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you should view food as medicine. And I'm like, oh, well, I ate little Caesars all day yesterday. So and when you, when you say whole foods, you don't mean the grocery store. You mean foods that are actually real foods. Yeah. Yeah. Not the grocery store. I'm not, I'm not listening to an audio book about whole foods, like the mm-hmm. store. No. Yeah. Just like, like the whole premise this guy's talking about is just like how to treat food as medicine. Like instead of, you know, like literally what your body, what you put in your body 
um, dictates like the, the quality of life you're going to have, which Mm. is a really interesting way to look at it. But I think it's true. You know, I think it's true. And I did a poor job yesterday. I failed. (laughs) (laughs) I failed. And I, I I experienced the, uh, the consequences of that failure the next day. Yeah. Which is usually, usually what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that tired red flag for me is, it, it used to just be, I'm just going to push through it. Now it's thinking back and like, why am I tired? And I feel like I've had that conversation enough now where I'm realizing that there is a new amount of um, things within my control. There's different things within my control um, that I'm having to address. A decision fatigue is a real thing. Um, I guess I'm, 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 I'm experiencing a new level of decision fatigue. And to me, it's just kind of identifying like, all right, so if this is what my new normal is going to be, I mean, I don't think it's a bad thing. I need to figure out how do I address things differently? Oh yeah. Well, cause I'm, I'm reaping the benefits of it, but yeah, I mean, you took two of my direct reports this last month, right? At the refuge. Um, yep. What that means is like, people that were reporting to me report to you now. And, um, when, when you're managing people, if you're, if you're a decent manager, like you're going to be communicating with them regularly and giving guidance and helping make decisions and, and, you know, making sure that that person or those people have what they need to, to excel in their work, you know, and ultimately feel supported and so on and so forth. And, um, decision fatigue is real, right? Because if, if, if you're not managing anyone, it, like then all the only decisions you have to make are your decisions. And when you're managing people, you have to make your decisions and you have to help other people make decisions um, for their work. And yeah, I mean, you just multiplied the amount of decisions that you're involved with. And absolutely that makes a huge change for someone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Relational Recovery Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with our fourth and final episode in our conversation on feeling tired. We'll see you then.